What's he saying? Is it? It's it's kill her mom. Really? Kill, kill, kill her, 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 mom, Is it really? Yeah. Hey guys, just a quick heads up. Due to the nature of Friday the 13th as a franchise, this episode will uh, sort of be covering a little bit more of, uh, we'll, we'll say adult content. Mm-hmm. So if you have kids around, you know, just go make them sit in the car for the next 40, 45 minutes. Yep. And we'll, lock uh, them in there, put them lock, in the sun. Yeah, put them right in the sun. Right leave, in the sun. leave the window cracked and, nah. you know, play Baby Shark and, you know, depending on their age. Leave the car off, though. Make sure it's off. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. So, yeah, it could be, <laughs> yep, just bit, like. For, for the record, don't d- put your kids in the car. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, but yeah, like there could be a little bit more explicit content yeah, in this one. A little bit in this one. So there's our disclaimer. Enjoy. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Franchise Unpacked. I'm your host, Zach. And I'm your other host, Dave. And welcome back, Dave. We're here, finally. We it's been. Here. A, I took a little week off. Yeah. Uh, and like I said last episode, if you guys didn't hear it, uh, Dave was under the weather. Mad shout outs to Mike for yeah. stepping up to the, the plate and really, he, he yeah. killed it. He crushed it. It, it was, was so great. much fun. Yeah, you know, Mike did a great job. Previous guest uh, and yeah, he kind of co- pre- guest hosted. He yeah, we pulled a yeah. celebrity, celebrity uh, shot. <laughs> celebrity. Celebrity shot. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so that was awesome. But uh, no, it's good to have you back, man. Thank and, you. Uh, I appreciate it. And we were just talking about this like before we even were rolling like uh, if, you, if you guys can't tell, like my allergies have been nuts. It's a it's real rough time, time. here. Yeah. And it's uh, we were looking at the weather uh, this weekend. It's going to be 49 degrees is high. Ooh. So like it, it is fall has fallen hard. Yeah. And yeah, and it's I was ill. Like you said, I, I had a virus. I know I was sick. I had yeah, a virus. Were, I was out for a good when week, I talked to you on the phone and I still have a little were, bit of the cough, too. Yeah, so, so if, if you guys hear, hear it, like a little coughing going little on, cough. no big deal. Yeah, and yeah. I, for me, it's like I always I suffer from the allergies. Mm. So and it always hits me at night. Tis the worse. time of the season. Yeah. And like it, it's so funny because during the day, I'm usually OK. But then come nightfall, I don't know. Mm. I'm like a werewolf with <laughs> with allergies. Yeah. The crappiest werewolf. <laughs> yeah, the worst superpower in the Ugh. world. Okay, so speaking uh, of superpowers. Yes. I have to give a shout out. So uh, my buddy John, uh, if you guys don't uh, follow him on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Yes. Um, his name's John Grosjean. And uh, him and his brother Justin have always made these incredible videos and they're incredible artists. Well, in our group chat, John sort of prompted all of us to do these like 80s music remixes to Marvel movie scenes. And John posted his on Twitter. Yep. And it was incredible. I mean, it's it's guys, hilarious. Yeah, it, it's I think his Twitter handle is like at John underscore underscore Grosjean. It does have Endgame spoilers, though. If you yes. have that, it's spoiler alert for yes. Endgame. But but yeah, it's great. It's John J.O.H.N. underscore G.R.O.S.J.E.A.N. We're I think we should post the video. We'll probably post, we'll probably the, video, post yeah. the video. But yeah. it was so cool because Chris Evans saw it and retweeted it. The Captain America. Yeah. Uh, and like and a bunch of America's ass. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> Retweeted this. So, um, and so another end game spoiler. If you haven't right. seen it. Yeah, so that's, that's, um, <laughs> but yeah, so congrats, John. Uh, that was really cool. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to see like what else comes out of that. Yeah, that's wild. And, um, and Zach did a really funny one too. Uh, a couple of funny ones with a uh, Spider-Man. Oh, well, thanks. And, uh, that was, it was just really great. So we'll, we're going to be posting these, these yeah, videos. And, I think. and we're just They're doing them for quite fun. fun. It was so funny. Cause there was like a, there was like an internet troll that commented on John's video uh, and he was just like, how is this original content? And John was like, it's, it's yeah. not, he goes, it's a remix. And he goes, well, answer me this. Could you have made this remix without these contents? And it, he was like, and John just replies, he's like, do you know what a remix yeah. is? Like, <laughs> like that's the definition. Right. And it's like, like you need to have two. Does that guy have anything better to do? Yeah. And geez, trolls was, are the worst. Oh my gosh. It was awful. But uh, yeah, so go check that out. Um, and you know, what? while we're in plug season, yeah, plug away. Uh, Cause you know, we're definitely going to get into the episode. Don't worry. We just, 
we wanted to chat. It's been a while sure. since I've seen Dave. Yeah. Wanted to chat. Uh, there's another podcast, a couple of buddies of ours uh, that we started talking with through Instagram. Their podcast is hilarious. It is uh, a little upwards of PG-13. It's mm-hmm. a little closer to an little, R-rated. Yep, a little more explicit. But uh, if, you, if you look up credits score, that's credits with an S. Credits. Score. Score. Uh, oh, really my gosh. funny. It's awesome. Yeah, really great. It I kinda, just started listening to it. And it fits well with our with our podcast. They, I would describe their podcast as it's like, a huge, awesome, deepest dive yes. into cre- like the credits of a movie. Like who are who did the sound or like why? Right. Why was this extra here? This featured extra. And then they started appearing in all these other movies yeah. and they go. They're like, oh, yeah, you'll recognize this guy well, from this go, TV like, series. It's awesome. Line by line. Like you'll hear them pausing and playing. Yeah. Uh, and it's really cool. It's just super informative. And the guys are super nice. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. They, Very informative. Yeah. Check awesome them stuff. out. Uh, it's the credits score podcast. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we've recently, Dave and I have been really trying to dive into this podcasting community and oh, yeah. um, just kind of see where that takes it. Cause it's a cool community. Like a lot the, of great, the, folks. the more people that we're talking to um, on, on our previous episodes, we've talked about the, the Florida men on Florida man podcast. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's awesome too. And it's just, everyone is such a cool tight knit community and they all want to help each Very other helpful. grow. Yeah. It's awesome. But anyway, we're, yeah. we're rambling. We're here today to talk about, Friday the 13th. Ooh. Kill, so, kill, kill, kill. I thought, I always thought it was like, chi, 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 ka, ka, ka. Like yeah, Chicago. Like, just, like, shi, 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 ka, ka, like the runs yeah. of the Ace Ventura too. Chicago. Yeah, exactly. Shaka Khan. <laughs> um, no, it's, uh, from what I understand, well, we'll, we'll get into it because uh, it it's a weird franchise for me. I've yeah. always, yeah. I've always been aware of it. And it's, it's one of those classics. I mean, you know, Jason is, well, Jason Voorhees is a, Right next to Michael Myers in my book. I mean, it was literally yeah. two years after was I think 1980 was the first one. Yes. Uh, yep. So, yeah, 78 was Halloween. And that was such a huge success. They're like, we need that to was, get this slasher. I feel like that was like kind of the era of, I don't know, these new this new breed of horror villains. It, it went from it went from. I think they were all inspired by Psycho. Obviously, I think Psycho. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry to interrupt you, please. It's not franchise unpacked. It's franchise unspooked. Guys, ooh, ooh. Okay, anyway, ghosts. <laughs> uh, but it, I think Psycho was the first slasher, like yeah. person dressed up, like we, you don't know what's going on. You're right. not quite sure if it's like, uh, is it a ghost? Is it a monster? Is it a right. person? Why is it the mom? Isn't she dead? Sort of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And it, it. It, it, it hit a there was they had psycho and then there was kind of like a pause like Alfred right. Hitchcock was doing all of his you know, uh, the vertigo and there was stuff like that those thrillers and the psychological stuff yeah but we really like you said we really didn't start seeing that this like that extra I think it was you could pay attention more to the gore and I'm wondering yeah. if it was because of directors like I was thinking about it earlier I was like why in the 70s did things things got real like really gritty, like taxi driver, yeah. God, uh, Godfather. There was the grittiness. I think of the seventies really pushed that you can look at violence. And then now we want to look at it. We want to see the blood. You want to see right. the knife go in or the person get shot. Yeah. And we can now show it long term. not like psycho where it's like all art. It's a, you see the knife coming at you, but it never enters your skin. Right, right. You see the blood falling, but it is. So it's very more of an artistic look. Right. Then. Yeah. And, um, and I don't know, maybe it's also because of like, there was finally this push for independent, more independent filmmakers. I feel. Well, and the, and at that time, not that it was super crazy advanced, but 
the filmmaking techniques mm. that were at their disposal were more advanced. You know yeah. what I mean? They, they started to learn these new, uh, new ways to make, you know, squibs and yeah. to make, which if you guys don't know what a squib is, that's basically a little, uh, almost like explosive. Like a ketchup actor, packet. Yeah. That an actor can wear and then it's timed. It's like, uh, it's wired. It's timed and then it just. There's pop. a great episode yeah. of Parks and Rec where, uh, yes, um, <laughs> he's trying to pull a prank on him. Um, uh, I forget which character uh, it was. It's, uh, Oh, what's his name? Um, Leslie's husband. Um, oh, Ben. Ben. Yeah. yeah. Ben. Ben White. And uh, they, cause they, they were pranking him and he, he obviously doesn't take jokes while well. he doesn't right. understand like, like, Oh, you're messing with me. Or like, they really scared him at one point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It wasn't a funny prank. So he tried to get them back and he was going to get like fake shot in it. So he yeah. had a squib <laughs> and Andy, Andy was in charge of the button. <laughs> and he presses, it's like, bip, 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 bip. And it's just like really violent. But that's April love. She's like, you got blood on me. Right. I love this. Yeah. My favorite prank ever. But it's so he's just standing there. He's like, yeah. And then Andy was supposed to launch the squibs and then they just go off like <laughs> willy nilly. It's so funny. Such a good show. Also, speaking of squibs, um, the movie RoboCop. Yes. Previously might still to this day holds the record for most squibs used in one really? scene. Uh, I've seen the X rated version of RoboCop and it's X rated because of violence alone. It was really? so violent. There's no like actual sex. There's nudity. There's nudity right. in the R one, but there's no like sex or any adult stuff like that. Right. But it was, there's the scene where they, uh, at the, near the beginning of the movie, they introduced the TI 80 or the big TI 85. That's a calculator. Right. There's like the T one, the T 1000 T 1000. That's a Terminator, I'll but there's the, the, the big, the big robot. That's like, Drop your weapon. Yeah. Comply. I, I, well, I, All that I've stuff. never seen RoboCop. Well, there's I've this bits, big but... robot and it's supposed to be able to tell if someone's holding a gun threateningly and it tells you like, you have 15 seconds to comply. Drop your weapon. And it like, right. you know, it's like a police robot, not yeah. RoboCop, but another one. And it goes haywire. The guy, he, the CEO, they're like at a board meeting. He puts the gun down. He's like, OK, all right, I'm going right. to. And the thing is, you have 10 seconds to comply. Oh, and it no. keeps counting down. Yeah. And then it goes into mode and rips the CEO dude apart. And in the X rated version, it goes. Up. You're like, whoa, this just yeah. keeps going. And it's Jeez. like, I think there were over 100 well, squibs on it, him. You can you can kind of <laughs> see all of those. um I don't know, all those sort of violent, I don't want to say influences, because when did RoboCop come out? That was after. That was mid 80s, yeah. What, so, but you can see like Evil Dead is just sort of these example. influences, and we'll talk about Evil Dead in oh, yeah. another episode. Um, but Friday the 13th, uh, I know you guys, we digress so much. But, oh, we do. You know, we, we, we love you and, you, and we hope that you love us. Um, but they, they kind of took the violence to another level, I feel like. This was. Even more so than Halloween. Brute force. Yeah, even more so than Psycho. More more even than like the Night of the Living Dead. Uh, you know, so George Romero, he had some pretty gruesome stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that was... The stomach getting pulled out of the yeah. dude. And, and that was... But again, that was like the super indie film scene. This was kind of the first mainstream movie. Uh, and it got a lot of backlash for it. it, it in oh, our it research, did. like we, we found that people were appalled like critics film critics were just basically saying this is a pointless gore for the sake of gore that's and pornography i read like they thought yeah. it was porn well because was correct me if i'm wrong but i mean before halloween and even in halloween there's the there are the there's the characters there's the couple the cute right. couple who they start fooling around and then michael kills them it's right. kind of like a common trope but what friday the 13th did and we might as well just get into it the first yeah. movie friday the 13th um, the idea is that there's Camp Crystal Lake. It's a, you know, summer camp. There are spoilers, these, by the way. Yeah, spoiler, yeah. spoiler alert. <laughs> um, and there are camp counselors there. They're setting a, um, you know, 
They're they're there. They're running the camp. And this mm-hmm. is kind of a flashback moment. What I'm talking about, right? Yeah, now. and it's before the campers get before there, the campers. Well, the, that's actually what the main plot of the movie takes place. They're resetting it up ten years later. So okay, the yeah. the original idea is that during there's a little boy, Jason Voorhees, he's at this camp who ends up drowning in Crystal Lake because yeah. uh, the camp counselors were busy fornicating. So the rest of the series, you start to realize that like Jason always goes after kids having sex. Right. It's, it's well, a very it's, big theme because that's he was drowned because of negligence. So that, he's killing that was kind of a thing throughout that whole era though, it is. with Halloween, with yeah. Friday the 13th. It was maybe they were able Evil to finally Dead. start showing more and more and more getting into that a little I more think intimate. It was that, and I think that it was also, I mean, that was a time not that I was around for it, but that was a time when there was this sort of, I feel like sexual repression and also people wanting to express themselves yeah. more sexually. It was and different in, from how they were in the sixties, different from the sure. love that the, the hippies kind of were right. like free love that, but there was a more of like, this is a little more realistic. Yeah. It can be grittier, almost criminal. Well, you're seeing murders occur during them. And it, there were moments where it's like, there's the movie, uh, Saturday night fever from the seventies. Yeah. yeah. People that that's not a fun disco dance movie. No, there is a some very graphic. A woman gets sexually assaulted in a car and you're seeing this and you're like how they film it. It's a very like kind of long takes and you're seeing this occur and you're like, oh, nothing. I I, you start thinking like they movies weren't like this, but it's not a bad thing, but it's they were getting graphic. They were. Yeah, they were. They were able to start sort of exploring that sector a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing that I love about horror movies is they always sort of tap into what's going on in the real world around sure. them, around the real world around them. And, uh, they sort of take that and they give it a face. You they know do. what I mean? And that's, and they, I think the they pro- give a problem. Was, a hu- they humanize it. There was probably, yeah. and, and again, or I don't know. I'm, I'm speculating here, but my guess is that there were probably more problems with STDs around that time. Sure. And so they give it a face free love. And like, and it's also, it, it could also be that mentality of like, I think it's also that older generation of like, look at these useless kids. All they want to do is just kind of screw around. Right. It's the, look at these right. lazy fooling around kids. It's kind of, I think there's a little bit of that. And especially in the seventies, there was still that you had that air of like, yeah. it was, and it was after a time people did Nixon, the, the government, like there was the, he had resigned. There was a lot of mistrust in, yeah. in every, all the higher ups. So it, it was kind of a tumultuous well, time. And that's what was cool about. So Friday the 13th, you know, they put these people that are supposed to be protecting other people, right? The camp counselors, mm-hmm. they're supposed to be in a position of power, of trust, yeah. of they know what to do when things go wrong. And they and, and they have no idea. Going. They're clueless and they all get attacked and die because of it. But the thing, and this was kind of a cool twist uh, again, spoiler alert, but this movie's, you know, what, 30 years old, oh, more than 30, almost, sorry, 40, almost 40 years, years old, old now. Next year will be 40. Um, wow. So that's why if you don't have, you haven't seen it, I, I don't feel too bad about spoiling it, but yeah. it's not Jason Voorhees. Yeah. A lot of people movie. don't realize the first movie's Jason Voorhees is only at the very beginning and the very, very, very end. Yeah. V- literally the last screen. And it's, and and it's uh, his, so it's his mother. Mother is, and that's why it's kill her mom. Oh, interesting. it's Jason saying, yeah. kill, kill, kill. Interesting. He's telling her to, yeah, he's so the idea is, yeah, that, uh, so the main plot of the movie then takes place 10 years after Jason drowns. The camp was closed down because of the death, I think, right. or something. It was and something then, like that. And yeah. then the count, the new counselors are coming in 10 years in 1980 to reopen the place, uh, before any count. So they're, it's like the week before 
Right. Uh, the campers get there. And of course, Mama Voorhees. Yeah. She ain't having it. No. So uh, <laughs> she ends up, you know, murdering everybody, except I think Alice is the main girl who survives. She I think so, beheads yeah. her. She ends up. We're going to kind of glaze over this, these first few kind of because they're all the same. They're they all are. the same movies. And I want to kind of get into the fun, stupid ones. That well, are so that's the thing is, I, so I've seen the first one. I think I've seen bits and pieces of the second. The second one. He has the bag on his head. Right. He doesn't get his like machete until the end of I think they, the mask. You mean I, the mask and machete? Yeah. I think because they hit him with the machete in second one. And then in the beginning of the third one, he takes the machete out of him and then yeah. he finds the mask, I think, in a barn or something and it gets it gets a little like cult classic-y and a little that's movie when like. three came around that's when they're like okay we're locking it in with this and it's gonna progress on because i have this i had this weird idea so you got your first movie it's mama Voorhees. second movie it is jason but it's baghead jason kind of ill-defined right do you think on a third movie if they had if wiped out jason the second if there would have been another bad guy that maybe Papa Voorhees would have popped. It would have been like this whole clan where in it's like you don't realize the lineation continues on, which would have been kind of creative. But I think Jason was such a good presence Two is probably my favorite. Well, and it's in the thing with Jason, too, is that he's he's this deformed figure. Well, that's the thing. Is he a zombie? Is he a person? I think because at the end of one. He's a yeah. he's a little boy, a zombie boy pops out of the water and drags her. She's like yeah. wakes up from like a sort of a dream. You think it's a dream. And then the ba- a boy who there have been no zombies in the whole movie. It right. was Mama Voorhees the whole time. This little Jason Voorhees gums reaches out of the water. It's a great stinger. Yeah. And pulls her and then it cuts to black. So the next movie picks up. He's a, now a fully grown like man monster. So I, I guess the way that I have always sort of looked at it is that he's just a monster, right? Like he's I this, agree. He's this being. And he's Michael Myers. And that's why. Although, no, Michael works. Myers is more human. Than Michael Jason Myers is human. For I sure. think Voorhees is literally a brain dead zombie almost. Yeah. A nonstop presence at Crystal Lake. And they and he's made trapped it there, 12 movies. 12. Which including think, Jason X, where they take him to space. Yeah. And then there's like Jason it's takes Ruben. Manhattan. And, oh, uh, Freddy versus Jason. Which, uh, Jason goes Jason to hell. Takes Manhattan. I don't know if you knew this. They only filmed like one scene in Manhattan. Yeah. So yeah. most of it's filmed on that boat. Yep. Uh, and the reason was they ran out of budget. Oh, yeah. They got on that boat and they realized they're like, we can't get to Manhattan. So for most of the quote unquote Manhattan shots, they went to Vancouver. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's like the classic trope. That's like, where they filmed. Vancouver um, never plays itself. American Psycho. Oh, was Vancouver. It? Yeah. Yep. For New York. And it's, there's a great, uh, another great video. I've, I've mentioned him on the podcast before, but if you guys look up uh nerd writer one on mm. YouTube, uh, he does a video called Vancouver never plays itself. That's awesome. I think it's a nerd writer, but, and it's, it's incredible because it shows just how versatile that city is, but yeah, they, they and, ran out of budget. And, and then they always have Windsor as Detroit. Yeah. If you're, if you're yeah. in Detroit, it's probably filmed in Windsor because <laughs> well, the bridge is still there. And it's interesting, too, because as we get into these newer movies, so the two newest ones were Freddy versus Jason in 2003. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the remake and then the remake, Freddy which I really do want to kind of dive into because we watched that recently. So I and I haven't seen the grudgingly uh, and it's in those two had some I mean, not huge budgets, but they were Michael decent. Bay produced the the remake in 2009. Well, so Freddy versus Jason had twenty five million. And the remake had 19 million to compare, though, that's more than the first. What am I looking at? The first nine movies combined combined like that budget's huge. That is a huge budget for especially for like the remake. 
I mean, it, 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 there's some special effects, but at the same time, it's like it really probably didn't cost right. that much. The most expensive thing was probably like the actors. And they but, and they made a decent amount of money. I mean, not enough to really be. Well, let's kind of discuss the the remake. Yeah. So, so the, I, I haven't seen it. What can you film? So me the remake bit? completely retcon or it completely changes the story. So the idea is in 1980. So they're they're moving it up. Right. So in 1980, um, Mama Voorhees's thing occurs. She attacks right. the counselors um, because. Jason, I think, was was drowning. He doesn't drown, but he was neglected and she goes crazy and kills all the counselors. And then the like the, it kind of starts with her being like, I killed all your friends. And she's talking to Alice. Right, Alice right. beheads her. And Jason didn't drown, but he sees this. And he after his mother's beheaded, he goes up to her dead body, takes her head and takes the machete and walks into the woods. Okay. Cut to 30 years later. Right. OK, so, so basically the idea is that and then they're like all the, these new set of sexy teens or sexy college students come in. And that's another thing I wanted to dis- discuss. Uh, we'll get the, 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 se- the level of sexiness as the movies right, progressed. Right. But um, that just, but that just sounded these, funny. <laughs> this other group of people, they come in and they're looking for a, a weed field. They're going to steal all this weed. They're going to go camping and find this weed, this famous weed field or something. Obviously, it's right next to Crystal Lake. Jason wipes out all these people. But in that group finds a girl who looks almost exactly like his mom kidnaps her. Then we cut to a next group of kids. One of who the brother of that girl who got kidnapped is looking for oh, her. Okay. the guy from uh, uh, one of the main guys from uh, that supernatural show. He's okay. the main guy. Uh, anyway, he's looking for his sister, runs into this group of real turds, you know, like <laughs> hot turds who are dumb and um, who are going <laughs> dumb to hot turds. dumb hot turds who are going to their like one of the guy's dad's houses on the lake. It's like a fancy rich people house. Right. Um, but so, of course, house. Jason doesn't like that. But so the idea is with this newer movie and they what they do is they have all these set pieces in the in the new movie. The beginning, the cold open, it's like literally the first movie of the series right. with the mom. And then they cut before the cold opens even. It's like the second movie. They run into the the gas station guy who's going to be like, you better not go there. Right. Be <laughs> and then the third movie. And then there's a point where he wants he's at this point, he still has the bag over his head. Yeah. He doesn't find the mask till like. There's a third scene where they go to like a barn. It's right. there. And then there's a flipped over bus that he's standing on from like, I think the fourth or fifth movie. They do all of these like it's kind of a neat mashup. If yeah. you know, you're not going to make a sequel to this movie, which they probably thought they could, but they were going to like remake it. But it's been but 10 the years. Is, they mean, made they they kind of dumbed him down. He was at one point he fires like a hunting bow. He's like Hawkeye. He's there's one point where he's like throwing an axe like he's trained at it. He's like. And he lives in like this weird, he's kidnapped that girl. He put her in these like mine shaft tunnels. Yeah. That's how he kind of gets around so fast. And that might be from the other movies, but he's like the survivalist. He's become like a libertarian. Which I guess, uh, and honestly, kind of makes sense for I his character. Guess if you're not going to make him a zombie, though. Right. But the thing is, though, he still has wildly unrealistic ability. Like he's super strong, super fast. He can cut through wood with his machete like it's butter. Right. So you're like, there's something going on with it. And they attack him. He doesn't go well, down. And that's the thing is like, he's, he's super strong. Like he and that was one of my favorite aspects of Michael Myers in the Halloween movies is he's just sort of this buffed up strong like tank it's i like to look at michael myers as you know like how a mother if their child's under a bus they can move it yeah it's he is so uninhibited and it has no um remorse that he has that ability at all his he as it's like he is working 
at his body's full yeah. capacity because yeah. of his entire lack of everything else, right. which is kind of a cool idea because which humanizes Michael Myers and makes him be like, why can't I stop this human being? Well, That's and, horrifying. And I almost wish that there was a little bit more of humanizing with uh, Jason Voorhees because he's just, and it's not, he's bad. like a mumbling. It's, yeah. yeah. It's not bad, yeah. but he's just a monster. They kind of make him in with the new one. He's kind of like, well, in some of the newer ones, you're like, is this guy like special? Right. Like, is there, and I don't mean is like, and I'm talking like in the newest one, especially because he's not a zombie. He's like mumbling around and I'm like, is he brain damaged or is it just like the cabin fever lunacy? Right. But in the, that makes it in the original movies where he is a zombie. You're like, Oh, he's just mumbling. Cause he's a zombie. He's just, right. He's just kind of this creature from the night. My guess would lean more toward that sort of isolated his whole life. So he's mumbling to himself. Uh, and, because he's clearly he's got to be smart, right? I mean, he's he he lures and traps these. I guess. Teens, well, it's know. always like people going into his woods, like better not go up there, you know. Right. And like everybody does. And Why do people even go back to Camp Crystal Lake? Yeah, that's that's my thing. In one of the movies, there the plot is these uh, developer land developers buy Crystal Lake and turn into like for uh, like crystal forest or something and it's like okay. for rich people to buy houses oh, so it's okay. kind of and i think that's a reference they make in the newer one why they're going to this rich person's property near the camp yeah so it there was yeah there and also i don't recommend seeing the new there's a lot of sexuality and i'm talking like i'm soft core almost yeah like, like long like, uh, unnecessary but i'm yeah. like let's get the kill and go i'm like okay i get it it, the perfect sex scene in a horror movie for me is it's like, okay, we're going to see them like goofing around, sneak off, go into a bedroom. But before you, it's implied, happens. you get the idea. They're goofing around. They go in, like they start kissing. And the idea is right before they start doing anything. It's like he shows you see, up. You and, see him behind him. You're like, look out. Right, look behind. Right. It's the classic look behind. Yeah. And then the guy can be like, <gasps> like sees him. Yeah. He's looking the yeah. Other like that's the best way. Not, I don't need to see the act. See right. them naked, the top, yeah, and yeah. also gratuitous toplessness in it. Yeah. And that will bring me back to what I wanted to talk about earlier. The great thing, if you watch the first and the second, and even the third. Right. I mean, Corey Hames introduced into it. One of the Corey's from the 80s. He mm-hmm. is, uh, he's actually the one in the fourth movie who kills the original, J- kills Jason. Yeah. Like officially. And then they kind of, then the fifth, and then it just starts going it, crazy. It spirals. But yeah. um, there was something, and maybe it's just like, at the time, you know, like, oh, horror movies, you know, like, oh, no, I'm a supermodel. I'm not going to. You got these like they were still like very handsome and pretty for the time, but they were natural looking. They were a little right. like grittier, like 80s kids. Like, you know, yeah. like you look at a movie, you look and messed up teeth and like, you know, they're not yeah. like yeah. they're all not like perfect tens. Then you get into the after like three to four. All it's filled with just. Uh, I was listening to a podcast where yeah. they uh, called we um, we hate movies. Uh-huh. really, really great podcast. They were talking about this new movie and they described it. They're like, yeah, you should just start hiring perfume models who can't right. act, but are out of this world. Beautiful. Where you're right. like, they're not going camping. These people right. aren't, like, these people <laughs> already have modeling careers. They're not doing this. And then it's just like, it's, you know, you're like, Oh, well, I'm going to see her topless. I'm going to see her naked. Right. Like, you're like, come well, on. And the thing is that's when you start to have too much of that, it's, it takes away from the plot. Like you want to have, you want to see the killing and you want to see the, uh, that sounds horrible to say you want you to do. see the killing. Oh but, no, but, I'm not but, going to Friday the 13th for the script. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, and you, yeah, you want to see the, the horror of it all. And if you see it, when these movies get too like sexualized, 
then it becomes a different movie. It becomes something where we're we're focusing on these characters and why they have such a you know robust you know <laughs> sex life. Like we're not focusing porn on porn level. Like right. it's crazy. And we're not focusing on the fact that hey, there's this crazy monster that's going to be showing up and murdering it's everybody. It's so bad that in the new remake movie, it's not even a sex scene. There's a scene middle of the day. This girl's water skiing topless. Just just topless. Just yeah. because it's sweet, though, like the dude driving the boat, she falls and the dude driving the boat. This is where he shoots the dude driving the boat with right. a hunting bow and the dude plows into her like because he like dies and she keeps coming at her. And oh, just hits yeah. her. Yeah. And then she like survives that, but like goes under a dock and then gets macheted. And of it's a gr- another gratuitous boob scene. It's right. just unnecessary. And don't get me wrong. Like we discussed earlier, an integral part of these the plot is that the negligence and usually because right. they're off fooling and we around may throw like a, a disclaimer yeah. at the beginning of this. Cause I, this yeah. whole franchise really any of like the seventies, eighties horror franchises, they have a lot of that, that sort of, and it's funny you brought that up because did you ever see the newer movie? It follows. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was filmed in Michigan. And, eh, I give it a strong. Oh, eh. I liked it. I, I had fun with it. There were, there were, yeah, there were, I'm glad it was really cool seeing Michigan. And I'm like, wow, this yeah. is like, depressing but, but, but um, it was cool because it was it was stds that yeah. absolutely i mean the idea was that this thing would haunt you to death if you had sex with the person who had it before it's like a curse that yeah follows. Like, but then it, on, it keeps going on. back so if like the person you passed it to dies it is now back on you so, so you have to keep like not to yeah. not to steer us away from uh from our current discussion yeah. on friday the 13th but I want to pop over to some of these video games. Oh, yes. Uh, because we're about to get into the future of the franchise. And we're going to be playing one of these games. Yes, maybe even a couple. So there was the, Fight of the 13th on the NES. Yes, 89, I which believe. Which was like an old school looking Ooh. game. Hard. Also, okay, so it's great that we're doing this because there's another podcast that I just started listening to called How Did This Get Played? Oh, on Earwolf, okay. uh, hosted by one of the guys from uh, Doughboys, Nick Weiger. And, um, but they just did the 89 Friday the 13th game. And they do a great review. So yeah. hop on over after you listen to this one and they do a great review of it. But it's so funny. Game Grumps have a great playthrough it's of it so, as well. Yeah, Game Grumps. Um, <laughs> Jason's in a, they described it as a Prince level purple jumpsuit. Yeah. Like he looks like fabulous. <laughs> and it's just really misses the mark. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's like the E.T. game. Well, and they, they, like, came out with, uh, they came out with this new one a couple mm-hmm. years back. Um, and it's official. I got it when it was in like pre-release or whatever. So did I, I, I had the beta, the free yeah. beta download. Um, and it, it was, it was cool. It had a lot of uh, playing the beta. There were a lot of bugs. So I had like yeah. a lot of issues with that, but like it had a great concept. So yeah, the whole concept of it is you're either you spawn into the game and you're either playing as Jason or one of the counselors. Is it like eight people total, seven counselors, one Jason or something? So, per, yeah. Or like not, it's not a yeah. huge server. It was like six or seven, I think, yeah. per server. Um, and it was cool though because- And it's random. Yeah, it's it's randomized. And like if you play as Jason, you get this ability, you can sort of teleport and- Yeah, you move quick. You're extra strong and all this other stuff. And if you're, you know, one of the counselors, you have no idea you're where Jason's useless. at. useless. <laughs> and like, and they'll play- You don't move too quick. Yeah, you don't move too well, and you can fight strong. him off. You can stun him. Yeah, uh, but it was it fire. Was, I think it was eerie thing. because you'd be walking, and then you would just see Jason gunning for you, and that was anxiety-inducing to the. Uh, I just. You see, it's what I hoped Alien Isolation would have been when we played that. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it's that you're, I, that, and that's a great thing give about. give that another shot, by the way, because I keep hearing people say that it's like, like oh, it's really great, good. it's great. Yeah. So we might give it another shot. We'll just have to get through that annoying beginning part. Um, But the, and that's the thing, too. If If the game does that so well, that's a great representation of the movies, because what makes a great suspense moment is that, like, 
okay, well, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. We haven't right. seen him. I know he's here. Yeah. Where is he? And how quick is he coming? Where is he well, going to pop up? The thing is like, because he could teleport, you could be somewhere where you feel safe. And it was cool. Cause like it encouraged you to like lock windows, set traps yeah. underneath windows. It was like you were playing home alone, but like right. under the gun, you know, I, there was one match that I played and I was so mad cause I almost went the whole time and someone else on the server ruined it for me. I literally just hid behind a door that was open but- and Jason walked into the room like, a few times and didn't see me. <laughs> and then, and of all the, all the buildings in the entire camp, somebody led him back to my room oh. and he saw me with like 30 seconds left. And so me. yeah, the goal is if you're the, you have to survive for like what, half an hour or something or like 10 minutes or you can escape. You can like put the, you can get like a battery to the car yep. and like do all these little tasks to like yep. escape or you can't kill Jason. No, you cannot. But he uh, well, can kill you, you. You couldn't. I don't know if you can now because it's been updated. Another cool thing I saw with it uh, was all the skins. You could skin Jason like every appearance he's yeah. had in the movie. So you could be bag Jason. I think you could be Mama Voorhees. I think they added her. I'm not sure. I'd have to check. Um, that. And then you could also design your counselor, which was or camp, yeah. uh, counselor, which was great. So um, it, it was cool. It was it was a lot of fun. That's what we're going to be playing. It got uh, soon. horrible reviews, regrettably. Not yeah. horrible, but like a five out of ten. Yeah, which is like I'm like, that's tough because I'm like, you can't review this game. It's it's I'm not playing it for a story mode. Right. It's not. I'm going into this for like fun with my friends. Yeah. Okay. Another podcast that was new. They were like, I love it. They're like, I got, I got home and I played. I just got on. I was Jason. I played with my friends. All That's yeah. all we want to do. Yeah. So it's it's a definite like I think like, you well, know, and, I'm in a party mode. And the odds of landing as Jason are pretty good because yeah. it's only like it's like one. What's your favorite? Like to play as Jason or a counselor? Yeah. I liked playing as Jason. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was cool because when you're playing as the counselors, you learn the tricks, right? Like you yeah. learn where to set traps and what type of things to lock, you know, what windows to lock and which windows, you know, don't lock or yeah. don't you use your through. flashlight. Or, yeah. yeah. And, and so you learn what makes you vulnerable. Uh, or I guess when you're playing as Jason, you learn what makes you vulnerable. And when you're playing as the counselor, you, you kind of know what to look out for. And, having both of those sides made for a really interesting gameplay dynamic. I thought, especially once you learn how to play. Yeah. You're like, okay, I'm getting better with one makes you better with the other. Right. Exactly. You're like, Oh, I could counter this, but now I know how, if they counter me with this, I'll do that. Right. Yeah. And, and it was cool because Jason was just powerful enough. I thought, you know, he's, if he's coming your way, you do have a chance to survive, but it's terrifying. They make it scary. They make it feel like you're being stalked by a killer. Oh, yeah. And, and the fact that you're helpless against him, apart from stunning him possibly, but the fact that you're helpless makes it so much scarier because most of the time you're just out in the open and you're you're booking it, you know, you're hauling. And Jason can swim really fast too, which is creepy. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you try to – if you get across <clears throat> the lake, you'll just see Jason, like, swimming like a madman toward you, and it's it's awful. It's that's horrifying. Nuts. Yeah, that's yeah. scary. Um, let's get in the future. Yeah. Because like, regrettably they rebooted the movie in 2009 poorly. So that's 10 years old. So it's been 10 years. I would like, I would like another reboot. Okay. Another problem. I had a big problem with the reboot they did in 2009. It was set in 2009, except for the flashback scenes, but they were still using all this old eighties and seventies music. The kids were like star Wars. I'm like, if you're going to do it, commit. Don't give them smartphones and don't give them like, but then have them only listening to Led Zeppelin like that. No, right. I want to reboot. Let's put it in 1980. We can do, we do such sure. a good job now, like with stranger things and like emulating time periods. It would be 
chilling to see it if they really did it. I think up. if they did it, they would. I would almost rather see it done with uh, with an actor. I'm sorry, with a director who directs independent films. Yeah, like because I, I, that's part of the problem. I think is we get these huge you know, directors in and they direct it like a summer blockbuster and it's not, you saw rogue one, right? Star I, Wars rogue one. No, I, well, maybe actually see I it have. because it is a Lucasfilm Disney produced movie, yeah. but they hired an independent director for it. Okay. And he shot quote unquote, they called it gorilla style Yeah, where there are so many practical effects. You don't even realize because how good it looks. You're like, that had to be a special thing. Like, no, we literally had them standing in the ship body on a crane right. 50 feet above the ground to make it as real, a real and shadow. And that's what we need. Yeah. Like we, if, Practical. if they're going to do another Friday the 13th, it needs to be like an indie film director or somebody just somebody who doesn't do blockbusters. And I would, I would say, I would like, if you're going to reboot it, let's do a combination of just the first two movies. Like, yeah. I, cause I would like to, yeah, do a cold open with the, the story of mama Voorhees. I would love to, yeah. Like set it in that in 1970 or whatever. Then the rest of the movie takes place in 80 or in the sixties or whatever. Right. And then, so have her as like a cold open killer, you know, kind of like they did with the reboot, but then you get Jason bagheaded. And then by the end of that movie, he picks up his hockey mask and- for a possible sequel or not. I think and I was thinking about this while you were talking. Um, I was listening. No, that's okay. uh, but uh, I think that James Wan would be a great director. for. OK, it. he's not quite an indie director, but he did like The Conjuring. Oh, uh, yeah. Dead Silence, Insidious, uh, Aquaman. Uh, but, but like but he's got such a good eye for horror that he I does. Think, I think that if he did something like this. And like, honestly, he wouldn't over sexualize it. I don't let's think. team him up with Sam Raimi. Yeah. Let's not hire a music video director, yeah. which the guy from 2000, 2009, it was like something Nils. He's a German director. Yeah. Or something. It was like, oh, you did TV commercials and it's obvious. Right. You hired all these beautiful models. I want to see. Yeah. Like regular looking folks. Make it gritty. Make but, it gritty. And, and if we got Sam Raimi in as a director, like yeah. a co-director, a producer, or like that, have him produce a producer. Yeah. That'd be incredible. Give it a little bit of that old school evil dead. I vibe. want. Yeah. I want those. Wacky camera angles, sort of. Yeah, I want, I want to the things that are dated. I want to notice and applaud, appreciate, right. be like, that's an awesome throw. Yeah, to even just a directing style. And I actually want to plug cue. something here really quick before we continue on the future. Uh, Dave is starring in this, but uh, yes. I have a short film coming out uh, on October twenty fifth. It's called The Creaking Man. Yes. Uh, so that'll be up on YouTube. Keep an eye out for that. We'll post it. I am it. the titular Creaking Man. Yes. I'm creaking. Um, which I actually, I have a cut of it that I can show you before you leave. Ooh, Ooh. But, uh, but anyway, the, the other thing that I would really love to see is another game. And yeah. I want to see it. I want to see a good single player game. I would love to see something where you're maybe, uh, and this trope has been played out. So somebody who's more talented at writing than I am can figure this out. But somebody, a, a character like a journalist where you're going and you're yeah. investigating something. Like Silent Hill. Yeah. yeah. Very Silent Hill-esque where you pull up to Camp Crystal Lake. It's Dead. 2025. Same pacing, dead space pacing. Yeah. Like you're slow. It's over your shoulder. It's yeah. intimate. Yeah. And make it something where, you know, throughout the game, the more that you do, the closer you get to solving it, the more times like. Uh, did you ever play the game uh, Slenderman, the eight pages? I, I remember seeing so some of it. The, the whole, the way the game worked was the more pages you collected, the the smaller the radius yeah. around you Slenderman would spawn. So it was like the closer you got to the end, he's the, there. All the, the, time. the stakes got higher and higher. Well, it's kind of like the newer Resident Evil remake with Mr. X. 
He's just this presence. And I mean, it's, that's the one thing though, with this game, it's like, are you battling anything else besides the environment creepiness? What would be cool is you're constantly cutting back to playing as the counselors who were killed by either Jason or his mom as this reporter. So you're bouncing into other fights constantly as he discovers what's happening. So you or you're, yeah, or you're playing through as uh, and again, this would take some story altering, mm. but you could. Cut well, back. hell, they, <laughs> right. you could cut to like playing as Jason during a time when yeah. like the camp gets raided. Yeah. And so like there are police that are shooting at you and you need to hide and run and get to safety as Jason. So kill as many cops. Yeah, as kill, yeah. And like or kill the counselors in another cutback, but keep going back and forth and building that tension. Or honestly, even if it was just encounters oh. with Jason, I played the new Blair Witch game. Oof. Dude, I was so disappointed. It was, it was, was it like creepy. point and click or no, it was, you're like wandering VR? through the woods trying to find this kid. And th- there was a cool gimmick to I it. Mean, where hell, the movie was real dumb. I, I've never <laughs> seen it. So I never saw it, but it was spoiler like, alert. It's, you don't see anything, but like you, uh, you get these tapes and you like rewind them. And depending on where you pause the tape, Uh the environment around you will change. It was a cool concept. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, that was kind of, okay. (laughs) but it was the thing that sort of made me just want to stop playing it all together was you started to see these sort of like scary images of the witch, right? Yeah. You fought it by shining your flashlight at it. Right. And then it would go away. But you knew within the first two or three battles of it that it only appears once in any given time frame, like any given chapter event or yeah. Uh, And so you just know that you're not in any danger. There's never a sense of I could be attacked. It could pop up at any time. I think that with, with a character like Jason giving him different attacks that you need to figure out, giving him different vantage points. He's not, you know, he's, he can show up at any come time. Come out of the trees. He right. can come out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. And so making it a true survival horror and it doesn't have to be a long game. It could be like, well, a, a, you know, five hours. And like you said, the more you get through it, the dynamic is like, say you, you run into Jason, you battle him, you battle him, right. and you finally escape. What would be great is 30 seconds later, he pops right back up on you. Right. Like, Oh no. Like right. I, I should get a break. Like in any other video game, I just yeah. fought a boss. And I should be, have a recovery. And period, it could be you randomized, don't. you know, make it like, a, and it could be like, he attacks you and you run, you're running away and he's behind you. And then it's, you look and he's somehow right. now coming out of the woods in front of you. You're like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. How did that happen? Or he's I out would, of the lake I would now. Love that that I would, would be that. crazy. So it's, con- you're constantly being harassed. Yeah. That's another yeah. dynamic. Yeah. Um, and that's, I don't think we're going to get that game, but uh, I think that would be a I cool I think the current game is the closest one we'll get, yeah. like a, a fun, I think we need a killer movie, no pun intended, but uh, an awesome, awesome, really well done movie to yeah, precipitate, uh, like a, to cause another awesome game or to get to get the interest in a company like Rocksteady or somebody like that would do an awesome, right. like intimate, you know, game. But uh yeah, what, but do you, would we, would a series work? I think I it's best as movies. I think it's best as movies because the thing is, if if you do a series. You got American Horror Story. That's yeah, what you're, you're and, and you get, you know, if it's, it's 19, a series which, of. 1984 is uh, about camp counselors. Right. Yeah, yeah, so check that out. I hear it's very good. That's the thing. American Horror Story, it's like, it's like Star Trek movies. Every right. other one is great. And then every well, other one is and, bad. And the thing is, if they did it as a horror series, we would end up with eight hours or 10, 13 hours in a series, you know, in a season. And that's a lot of, 
and they'd just be slasher. filling it with re- they'd be filling it with history. They'd yeah. probably by the second third season you'd ruin the, any characters yeah. more. Like yeah. you would change, which is like it's weird. It's this kind of debate. You're like you like to see him humanized. Right. I like him as a zombie because it kind of differentiates him yeah. from Michael Myers. And it's like he did drown, but like the negligence caused him to come back. Yeah. It's kind of a cool yeah. dynamic. But, but uh, it's like we've got to pick a lane with him, I think, too. Oh, it's I with this newer movie. You're like, oh, you're just a crazy person in the woods. Sure. But then why can you cut through yeah. a wall? You're like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, get out of my woods. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what are you doing? You're, you're like a bunker. It's like you're Far Cry 5, basically. Right, yeah. Right. So. Uh, but we want to yeah. know what you guys have to think about this, yeah. too. We actually got some cool responses on Instagram and stuff like that. So what's your favorite Jason kill? Yeah, if you favorite, have one from the movies. Favorite Jason kill. And, uh, and what would you guys want to see? W- would you guys want to see a series or would you want to see another movie? Another that's, movie. Yeah. That's my biggest sort of curiosity. If you've played the game, throw up some uh, footage. If you Twitch or anything. Yeah, throw, yeah, we love to see that. If you guys have any screenshots or anything, feel free. Post yeah, it. for sure. Uh, and thank you guys so much for joining yeah. us for Franchise on Spook. Spook. If you can do us a huge favor. Right now, well, well, in like 30 seconds when this podcast is over, uh, go ahead and subscribe if you if you don't mind. Get on, on iTunes, iTunes. And, uh, or wherever you listen. Rate, subscribe. review, yep. subscribe. Helps us out a ton. Um, Share. We recently actually, uh, I think this is our first time announcing it publicly, we switched over to a different podcast host. We did. Um, who's giving us like better analytics and better. It's the host with the most. The host with the most. And it's it's working out really great for us. Um so we can actually like really see how you guys are interacting with it now. And that's helping us out a ton. So, uh, yeah. So, and thank you guys so much for always, you know, listening. We have such a, such an awesome dedicated fan base. We love you nerds. Oh yeah. And this is my, one of my favorite times of year. So yeah, franchise unspooked will probably be, we, we were talking about this. I was like, man, it is so cool that we have a podcast that like, and you know, we're not super famous or anything, but like we have a podcast (laughs) that I would deem relatively successful. We have a a good time. We have a lot of episodes out and I'm like, how cool is it that we just get to do this every week? We get to sit down, record, you know, just geek out about our favorite franchises and pretty, pretty awesome. I think that's the one thing. Like I, I never want to lose track of the fact that like, we're not experts. We just love the crap out of and getting our creative this. ideas out there. One of the yeah. I love probably my favorite part is future of the franchise when we get to discuss like what we'd like to see come yeah. out of it. And I always like the idea. I I think that I put it out in the universe. There was this joke that uh, Dave Simon's previous guest of the show yeah. had, that way back years and years and years ago, before right when Nintendo sixty four came out, he, him and one of our other buddies they they had the idea for Mario boxing. And oh, as soon as they put that out there, the next year Smash Brothers came. Yeah. So we kept making yeah. this joke that like if we put it out in the universe, someone will It'll, make it. And like so far, yeah. it's like I, I was always like, I'd like to see this from the next GTA game. And like, sure enough, they're yeah. on it. They're yeah. on it. But like, you know, it's it's cool to get those juices flowing and or to see like a franchise from another viewpoint. Be like, right. Let's turn right. this into a first person shooter. Well, and that's why, you know, or that's why like I that. like hearing from our community when they email us or drop us something on Instagram, because it's we're not geeking out about these just to talk for an hour to you guys yeah. we're geeking out about them because we want to have a discussion like we want to hear what you guys have to think and and be a part of that sort of uh i guess for lack of a better term geek culture community yeah. you know it's it's just a lot of fun anyway i'm digressing uh we hope that you guys have an awesome night yep and uh you can check us out on instagram at franchise unpacked yep uh, you can catch me on Instagram at the Dave of Wonders. And you can catch me on Instagram at the Zach Rogers. I need to post more. Me too. I kind of, I kind of, I just post this. franchise on packs. That's I, like pretty I, much I, I kind of started getting into this habit of like, I would only post like, like the really artistic, nice photos that I took. No. And I'm like, I don't even care anymore. I'm just going to post fun stuff. Yeah. 
So I'm going to start posting fun stuff again. But hell yeah. But thank you guys so much for, for listening. And uh, we hope that you have a great night or day. A spooky, a spooky night. night. And go cover pumpkin. It's going to be Sunday the 13th of this weekend. Yes. Ooh, Ooh. That's this will be far more mild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounding of a day. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyway, you guys take care. And uh, we'll be seeing you next week. Catch you later, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. The next franchise we'll be unpacking is Evil Dead. But in the meantime, feel free to drop us a line with any questions, comments, or future episodes at franchiseunpacked at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. And be sure to share so we can keep these episodes coming your way. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.